Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, everybody? Love being here with you on this brisk fall weekend. But listen, bye weeks can be torture for fans when they've been following their team so faithfully throughout the season. And if you live and breathe your football team, what happens when you get a week off? We're going to talk about our weekend plans and yours, plus give you some ideas of what you can do if you're feeling the bi-week blues. Later in the show, former BYU wide receiver Dylan Colley will hop on with me to tell us what players do on their week off and how he feels about cheering for the Cougars as a fan instead of on the field. But first, joining me is someone who astonishingly loves candy and soda just about as much as I do, Spencer Linton. Hey, Spence. That is the great debate, Lauren. Who loves sugar more? You or me? Let's battle royale. Let's go. (laughs) Well, we'll probably find out with who dies first because (laughs) I think how much you and I eat is really just not healthy. Oh, my dentist and doctor hate me so much. Do you eat all of your kids' Halloween candy? That's what I got to know. You know, I've uh, been proud of myself this year. I I have not eaten as much as I typically do in the past. But you know what? That's not saying much because I've eaten basically everything in the past, and now I'm just not eating everything. So small progress, steps in the right direction. Good work. Now I'll pass on those Whoppers because I guess they're disgusting. (laughs) Now give me the sugar! (laughs) Seriously. All right, so bye weeks can be good or bad for fans, Spence, I think depending on how your team is doing during the season. Mm -hmm. For BYU fans, the team has been rolling for the most part, and there are only two games left in the season. So either you're happy that the bye week extends the season or your favorite player, or I don't know, you know, like, or your favorite players can go get a little break or get healthy, or you're anxious because you can't stop thinking about what's coming next. Will BYU make it into the top 10? Will What bowl game will they go to? Who will they play? Many questions that will have answers with time, but unfortunately, all good things, as they say, come to those who wait. And believe me, Spence, I know, because I got married at age Mm -hmm. 30, but we won't talk about that. Uh, So how do you think BYU fans should feel about this bye week, Spencer? Isn't it interesting? And you brought up a great point. How you feel about the bye week is so dependent on the timing and the situation that you are in. It is so situational. Right now, I am loving this bye week because... Mm -hmm. I am like in this weird cycle version of scoreboard watching right now based on what has to happen so that BYU could potentially get into a New Year's Six bowl game. I mean, it is like next level (laughs) analytics, calculus, looking at all of the different pieces and trying to like work together some type of storyboard where BYU can actually get into... I don't know, let's say the Fiesta Bowl as an at-large team. Like, how do the dominoes need to fall? And it is super complicated, but I love it. Like, I'm loving this. And I say psycho because literally I was just talking to a friend downstairs in Studio B and saying, I have spent way too much time thinking about every possible scenario for every team currently in the top 20 of the college football playoff and how they need to lose or beat this certain team also that it can impact BYU in the right way and I'm not kidding you when I say I have compiled a list of like the ideal scenario for BYU with like 10 steps of what has to happen and (laughs) I'm gonna send it out on social media like people could think I'm crazy whatever I admit it but I I love this because As you mentioned, BYU is rolling. They're number 14 in the latest college football playoff poll. 
if we're being honest, they probably got to be around number 10 or 11 to feel like they have a legitimate shot to get into this mm-hmm. major bowl game and not be essentially relegated to the Independence Bowl and, and playing a group of five team. And and I just think it's crazy. We've become such snobs since BYU made the Big 12. Like, oh, yes, we don't want to be relegated <laughs> to this bowl game. Uh, but when you play well, you, you, you tend to want more. It's just how life works. Um, but I like it. However, if... You know, I think about BYU in the four and nine season, which is hard to believe, was 2017. That was only four years ago. Mm-hmm. It's incredible the turnaround the Crazy. program has made. But in the four and nine season, we get to the bye week, and I'm like, oh, is it basketball season yet? I need to divert my attention <laughs> somewhere else. I need to be distracted. So typically it's like, I'll fill that void of football on a Saturday with, uh, I don't know, some actual housework or some chores. And let's pay attention to the college basketball season. If the bye week happens that late in the season, you're just looking for something positive typically to fill that space in that moment of time. At least that's how it works for me. So that's a really long answer to a really good question. (laughs) And now you know way too much about how my mind works based on what the BYU football team is doing, whether winning or losing. There you go. And that is exactly the answer that I wanted, honestly. I I think it's really great for BYU fans because – the guys, believe it or not, do need to get healthy. And mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the guys got a little bit of a break against Idaho State, but but honestly, we saw the starters play a little bit more than I was expecting. But uh, guys get a break. Yeah. And like you said, there's there's so much fun stuff going on to to analyze or get psycho about, as right. Spencer yes. does. Yes, let's get psycho. <laughs> let's do it. Let's get psycho. Every time I talk to Lauren, I get a little psycho. <laughs> uh, <we're> t- Most <laughs> people do. I scream random words like, sugar! Um, I will say this, and I was obviously looking at it from media members perspective or a fan perspective, but you're so right in, in the player's world, man, football is so violent and it is more physical and taxing than ever before. And so the bye week is so critical for these guys to be able to just chill out for a minute like rest, not be beaten up in our modern day gladiator football stadiums for four hours on a Saturday. Like just let your bodies rest. And like, it just, (laughs) it it matters. And I think the coaches need the mental break too, a little bit, even though they're studying film and looking at future opponents, like they need a mental break too. The bye week is a blessing. So as much as fans hate it when your team's playing one, you're like, oh man, no game this week. Think about how beneficial it is for the team that you root for to just get healthy, get mentally right, have a hard reset, if you will, and then progress through the rest of the season. Absolutely. You mentioned how football is gladiator-like, and I want to do an entire show on that one mm-hmm. time because my mo- my mother and I, ironically, we're talking, watching a football game. We're like, oh, this is so brutal. And I'm like, I don't know if I'd want my sons to play football as we're as we're watching it and then we both admitted football is our favorite sport to watch Mm -hmm. by far and so anyway i'm sure there's some psychological thing that goes into that we'll get into that a different time Okay, modern day gladiators next that's next time (laughs) next week we're on it on cougar taylor psycho we're going psycho again we're going psycho i love it uh so spence while you wait for georgia southern next week so we know we know ships in disneyland Mm -hmm. all right uh, what are you going to do for the weekend? You don't really get much of breaks because you do so many different sports, but what are your plans for the non-football weekend? Well, listen to this. So I've been blessed, first and foremost, with 
a week that presents two men's basketball games, a women's basketball game, and an NCAA tournament soccer match for the 13th ranked BYU women on Saturday at Look 7 at Eastern, that. 5 Mountain. You can find it on the BYU Networks, BYU Radio, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Shameless plug for more BYU content. Um, so I have a four-game week um, doing three BYU Sports Nation shows. I'm actually taking the morning off a couple of days during the bye week. So that my wonderful wife, Brittany, who deals with just an insane schedule of mine in the fall and spring when I'm traveling all over the place and doing a million games and shows and working nights so that she can just go have some fun with some of her friends. They call it the girls weekend. So I've got the Uh, kids on daddy daycare during bye week during the day. Uh, then I'll have some siblings come over, hang out with the kids while I go and call these games on Friday and Saturday. Everybody wins. It's amazing. <laughs> and we push forward to the next week. Hey, I am totally with Brittany because uh, this weekend I'm headed to the dirtiest place on earth, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing a girls weekend, too, with my sisters and mom. I'm going to go see Derek Huff live. It'll be a good time. Wow. So. Derek Huff in Las Vegas? Derek Huff in Las Vegas. You Can you imagine a bunch of middle dirty, rotten women? scoundrel, Lauren. <laughs> it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy, <laughs> but really not that crazy. I'll probably be missing my kids the whole time. No, but I, I really do. I, I think it's important to go and have a good time, get your mind off football, and uh, so I asked you, the fans, how you're spending your bye week, and we got some good answers. So at Painted Cougar said, the BYU women's soccer tournament match, of course. Yep. Shout out to Spencer. I'll be there. I love that answer. <laughs> if you don't know what to do with yourselves this weekend, here are a few ideas. Number one, watch the teams play that are relevant to BYU. Spencer, so you yes. were talking about this earlier. Yes. What's one of the biggest matchups BYU fans should be watching Holy for cow. this Lauren, weekend? we could seriously talk about this for a full <laughs> hour of everything that needs to happen, okay? But I'll start oh. here. Okay. Uh, the Oregon Ducks, number three in the college football playoff poll. The Oregon Ducks, if they make the college football playoff and Utah finishes second, sends BYU's longtime arch nemesis, to the Rose Bowl for the first time ever. Okay? So, BYU fans, if you don't want to see the Utes in the Rose Bowl, you need to root for Oregon to lose to Washington State this weekend because that would knock the Ducks out of the top four and a playoff spot and leave them still as the highest-ranked Pac-12 team but then pacing for the Ducks to be in the Rose Bowl and not Utah in the Rose Bowl. How about that scenario? Okay, you want? I mean, that and that's just one. That's just one of so many um, that that are out there. Like I, I'm not kidding you when I say there is like it's a 10 step program to get BYU into this amazing scenario where they have to go to a New Year's Six game. Spencer, I've often wondered what would it be like to be in your brain for one day. Oh boy, I fear <laughs> the way for anybody brain... that dares venture in there. <laughs> You have an incredible brain, and how horrible are we as BOU fans that we want Utah to not make it to the Rose Bowl? I mean, but it is, it's in us. It's true. You said that, and I'm like, that is the exact scenario that I want. And and honestly, for no good reason. It just just needs to be the Pac 12 team, whoever it is. Just one Pac 12 team has to go to the Rose Bowl, and there can be no college football playoff member from the Pac 12. Uh, because what that does is it opens up another spot for a team that uh, would not potentially steal a spot from BYU. So really what we're getting at is, hey, 
we just can't have Oregon go to the playoff. However, that has right. to happen. Oregon cannot go to the college football playoff, and the Pac-12 only has one team that gets into a New Year's Six scenario. So whether it's Oregon or Utah, whatever, really, you know, BYU fans are like, oh, I don't want it to be the Utes. But even if it is the Utes, if it's just one team and Oregon doesn't go to the Rose Bowl and they go to a different bowl game that's of a lesser tier, then that benefits BYU. So there you go. There is there my. You go. That's a better. Um, that's a better way of looking. A at little it. bit more of a less toxic <laughs> hope <laughs> for, for the Pac-12 Good. teams. Good work, good work. All right, number two. You can go watch women's volleyball, women's basketball, or soccer because they're super entertaining this year. Spencer, real quick, why should people invest in these teams, these women's teams this year? Well, if we're talking about the overall health of an athletic department at BYU specifically, and we're being completely honest, it is the Olympic sports and primarily the women that carried BYU through some dark days when football was not good or mediocre at best and basketball was not going to the NCAA tournament. So before Mark Pope turned things around and before Kalani Satake really got rolling, there was this kind of overlying frustration with the two, for lack of a better phrase, big money sports, football and Mm -hmm. men's basketball. But where were the women of soccer and volleyball and gymnastics and basketball they're just plugging along, throwing softball for that matter, winning conference championships, going to their respective NCAA tournaments. I mean, the women's volleyball team, for crying out loud, went to a national championship game mm-hmm. in 2014. Listen, they know when you're there to support them, they know, they feel it, and, and they hear it, and they perform at a higher level. And so I almost feel like we owe them just this debt of gratitude for helping BYU maintain high-level athletics within the program, even when the big money sports have not been delivering. Like, they've earned our respect. They've, mm-hmm. they've earned the right um, for us to praise them and talk more about them. Uh, and, and they play at a high level. Like I said, it's just fun. Like, they play good-level volleyball, soccer, basketball. Uh, and they're all going to be in the NCAA tournament again this year. I mean, soccer, of course, already booked their trip. Volleyball is, a, is the number five team in the country right now. And mm. women's basketball is a team that won a tournament game a year ago, and they return everybody, and they're picked to win their conference. So, hey, if you're not on board, what have you been doing with what your life you as a BYU fan? <laughs> oh, I love that so much, Spencer. So much respect for these women. And the programs are so consistent. And listen, considering myself a fairly athletic woman, mm-hmm. and I have covered a lot of these sports myself, being on the sideline and watching them and going to their practices, I'm like, I don't have an ounce of athleticism in my body <laughs> compared to these women. They are incredible. Yes. So, yes, if you get the opportunity to check them out and support them, do it. All right, number three, guys. If you have been MIA during the Saturdays of football season, like Spencer and myself, go spend some quality time with the ones you love. Mm-hmm. There you go. Those are the top three things yes. you should do during your bye week blues. Uh, Spencer, thank you so much, my friend, for coming on. Fantastic as usual. Hey, great to talk with you. We're going psycho. Let's go psycho. All right. Speaking of psycho, just kidding. He's, he probably is very yeah, He's very sane. Coming he's up, very sane. Yeah, he is very sane. He was the latest to don the Royal Blue Jersey in a family full of former BYU football players. And he's coming on to update us on life after football and his bye week plans. Dylan Colley up next on Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. 
We've been talking about our plans during the bye week, but what do the players do with their week off, if you can call it that? Joining me now is former BYU wide receiver who played for the Cougars in 2012 and 2018 with a stint at the University of Hawaii in between, Dylan Colley. Thanks for coming on with me, Dylan. Thank you, Lauren. How are we doing? We're doing we're doing great. We're we're trying to fill some time here during the bye week, talking about what our plans are going to be. Uh, but first of all, so good to have you on BYU Radio again. What have you been up to since your senior season at BYU? Yeah, I think uh, really just trying to figure life out. I think that's what the journey always is, right? <laughs> and so I have uh, my wife and I are just living in South Jordan, and uh, we have a a two year old uh, daughter, and uh, also brought in a. We have a about a year old uh, English bulldog as well, and so those two <laughs> things keep us extremely busy. I I can imagine because two year olds they ain't no joke. I have one myself, and so I wouldn't recommend the dog. But uh, good luck, good luck with that, <laughs> Dylan. Uh, kind of like you talked about, I imagine it's a hard transition going from football being your life to suddenly having to face the real world. What's life like after football? What's that transition like? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really the mindset that you have uh, understanding when the time is right for football to be done. Um, You know, I obviously had dreams of playing in the NFL and that's what my goals were for 20 some odd years. And so um, it was a matter of understanding at certain points, you know, not just the day I was done playing, but throughout the years, like, okay, what does the opportunity look like in the future? And, you know, the decisions that I'm making, am I okay with the worst case scenario of those decisions? Right. Mm -hmm. I.e., you know, Hey, it's my junior year. Do I leave Hawaii after a very successful personal season and try, you know, and hack it out somewhere else? Um, you know, what happens if I don't get recruited? What happens if I, you know, don't get the opportunity to play at another program? What happens if I go to that program and you know, I'm not as successful as I was this previous season. And so, you know, when I've gone through kind of the moments of making those decisions, that's been a huge, huge piece of it. And something I've realized is like, I'm, I'm generally, I'm generally very okay with the worst case scenario because it's really not that bad of a deal. Um, (laughs) And so it was just a matter of how can I transition my life from putting all of my eggs in in the football basket and driving that passion and doing that in something else. And, you know, I think, uh, the work I have the opportunity to do today and helping companies develop new technologies and new products is, is fun for me. And I've kind of transferred my passion into that. I love that. I love that. It sounds like you're figuring things out and you have a beautiful family. Uh, and I, I'm sure it's really strange though, cheering for your team from the stands or on TV instead of on the field, you're not that far removed from, from playing football at BYU. So what's that like when you turn on your TV and, and you're, or going into the game and, and watching the Cougars play? Yeah, it's, it's definitely fun. And I think the opportunity that I had to come into the program at the time I did, right, with a whole new offensive coaching staff and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of new players and new environments, uh, I, I really understood – my goal of being on the team and what my purpose was to really try and just hone in on building a culture there. Right. And so to see even some of the things that I was able to contribute to and some of the guys that was able to, you know, just work with and help um, as they were just young players and to see the success that they're having now has been, is, is extremely fun. And it makes it, it really does make it 
worth it to look at and say, okay, I may not have had the most success in my final year at BYU, but I, I do feel that, you know, there was a piece of that culture that I can, uh, I can say, okay, I, I feel good about my, you know, my contribution. That's cool. And that's interesting. You say that because you really, when I think of you, you were, you were a great standout wide receiver. So two different perspective here, but, uh, so <laughs> you, you were a player for several years, obviously, uh, it's the bye week for BYU. What did you do as a player during the bye week? What are the players doing? Yeah, <laughs> so there, there's two different perspectives of what's going on during the bye week. There's the University <laughs> of Hawaii perspective of what's going on, and then there's the BYU perspective. <laughs> um, as the University of Hawaii, I think, you know, it was our practices were 6 a.m. every single day. Uh, we were done by about, you know, uh, 7:30, especially during the bye week and then film was just two days of that week and so we had a lot of downtime and all of that downtime was just spent at the beach uh surfing as much as possible and uh going through some recovery workouts uh but i mean you talk about really taking full advantage of a bye week and, and vacation uh it was it was definitely worth it and then coming to byu we took BY or we took bye week a little more seriously, uh, <laughs> obviously. And uh, you know, I think what did we even do that week? It was like practice in the afternoon, right? It's a great opportunity for for the scout team players to get a lot more reps, right? You want your your main guys to get healthy. Uh, I think me and my wife, me and Savannah, went out to the salt flats and and took some pictures. Uh, you know, generally it's like, are you going to propose or are you going to go take Christmas card pictures with your wife? And and mine was the Christmas card <laughs> pictures with my wife. So it was, it was between those two it. things. And I did the, the latter. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, that is, that's quite the dichotomy between uh, Hawaii and BYU. I, I wish I had some eligibility left hearing you talk about what you did at Hawaii during the bye week. That sounds like a dream going to hang out it, by the beach. Hey, and it's uh, relaxing too, right? It serves a purpose. It works. And I, yeah, I, I got to be honest. If if uh, there's there is nothing quite like that Hawaii experience <laughs> as a football oh, player. Man. There's there are very few things better outside of just oh. losing majority of your games. The experience <laughs> outside of that is phenomenal. <laughs> I bet, and it almost it almost makes it all worth it, doesn't it? Uh, exactly. Okay. So I know you've been you've been traveling this week. You've been in Boston. So what do you do now as a fan during the bye week, Dylan? That's a that's a really good question. Um, I will probably sit down and not spend <laughs> near as much time watching football. I'll probably turn on either you know Coco Melon, Moana, uh, or Luca or Doc McStuffins, one of those four <laughs> that my daughter just demands to have on. Normally I get some compromise, at least when the Cougs play. Uh -huh. um, but uh, this weekend there probably will be no compromise. So that, that's a hanging good out dad. with the fam and watching some Disney. <laughs> that's a really good dad right there. I, I beg my two-year-old to watch TV with me. He won't do it. I'm like, what two-year-old doesn't sit down and watch TV? So I'm actually, I'm actually really jealous of your weekend plans. Okay. So you, you come from a family of standout receivers and players at BYU, including yourself. What have been your impressions of BYU's receivers so far this season? Yeah, I, 
I mean, you look at the physical capabilities of the guys that are on the field um, and you look at the energy that they're bringing to, to each and every game. I mean, I, I think someone even just said this on Twitter, but like they, and it might've, it might've even been Jerem, but Jerem said something about uh, Samson only having like nine catches, right? Mm. Like you'd have mm-hmm. no idea that Samson only has nine <laughs> catches, right? Like the moments he has been involved in games, right? The energy that he brings, I mean, you look at Puka's capabilities physically and the talent that he has as a receiver. You look at kind of the stability and the consistency of, of both Neil and Gunner, right? Um, the receivers are, are a huge anchor in every aspect of the game for this football team. Um, and I think they're proving that out every single day. I love that. I, I love the en- energy that the Nakua brothers bring. It's it's on a whole different level. I think it's been so good for BYU. And a lot of people thought last year's success was a fluke because of the, the light schedule. But here they are again, 8-2, and 5-1 against Power 5 opponents. What do you think, think is causing the success that they're having recently? Yeah, I, I think it's it's the confidence that everyone in the building is putting into this program. Right. There's obviously yeah. momentum outside. Everyone's talking about it. Right. We're all excited. We're all involved. But what we're seeing from the trust that each of these coaches has in their position groups, the trust that the offense and defensive coordinators have in their positions, um, you know, there's just a lot of confidence and trust taking place. And it is so critical, especially when you have the talent that you have in that locker room. It is so critical to have that aspect because that's what's helping really accelerate the momentum of BYU football as a whole. It's the same thing we saw last year. It's the same thing we're seeing this year. And I think next year, right, as much as, you know, Mm -hmm. we have the college football and the, the playoff speculation and what if and what could be. I mean, my excitement already going into next season is is in a very, very high place. <laughs> well, don't tell that to fans, Dylan. They're they're gonna they're yeah. gonna start speculating and, and going crazy <laughs> as they do already. And I love it. <laughs> no question. No question. All right, you're you're awesome. BYU former BYU receiver Dylan Colley, thank you so much. I know you're in the airport. You're about ready to fly home. Thank you so much for taking the time and chatting with me today. I I appreciate you, Lauren. We'll talk soon. Okay. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Dylan Colley and Spencer Linton for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. This is Cougar Tailgate.